Hey, what's good, people? How you doing, man? I don't have a podcast today and was hoping I could just take some time off, maybe play with my kid in the afternoon, maybe take a little old man nap. But there are certain things on a social a social level that shouldn't really bother me in this big scheme of things for my small circle of friends um, and what I have going on in my life. But um, very much like Captain America, if I see something wrong, I run. I don't run away from it. I kind of run towards it. So this form of um, symbolism meets activism. I'm going to do the best I can. I want to talk about Whoopi Goldberg today, and I want to talk about Joe Rogan today. So Joe Rogan, uh, a lot of people, and I, and I swear I'm not going to talk about this anymore after this because either they're going to deplatform him or they're not. And if they deplatform him, he's going to... Go go on his own website, and then he's going to still have 11 point million views um, from Democrats, Republicans, old, young, intelligent people, stupid people, average people, um, where everybody else isn't even close. So there's definitely something going on here, but we're going to delve into that. So without being all over the place, I'm going to consolidate it to a video that he made addressing this whole thing about Dr. Malone and Dr. McCulloch. So I'm going to take bits and pieces of it and we're going to break it down. So Joe's first, uh, Whoopi Goldberg's second. And let's, let's, um, hey, let's see if we can, guys, let's see if we can answer some of these questions together, you know? Let's see if we can do this. Let's see if we can do this together. All right, you guys with me so far? So... I'm going to go to a minute 30 into this video, and we are going to talk about it. There it is. So let's do that. Is that many of the things that we thought of as misinformation just a short while ago are now accepted as fact. Like, for instance, eight months ago, if you said, if you get vaccinated, you can still catch COVID and you can still spread COVID you would be removed from social media. They would... All right, stop right there. Now, this is absolutely true. Um, a big up to Matt Chope for bringing this up. Matt, you're incredibly brave, and I know all of our all of our mutual friends would probably advise you against it because um, I go hard in the paint for Joe Rogan. I'm not... Uh, in many ways, I disqualify myself from being biased, but um, I will say this. Bias does not... Um, eliminate the truth bias highlights the truth so with that being said i'll say this he's telling the truth but context matters in july joe rogan july uh, july the other joe joe biden joe biden on july 21st said that if you get the vaccine and this these are his words if you get the vaccine you will not catch COVID. and there were a group of people politicians superstars um anti-vax people people we like people we don't that said that's not true um, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's our, uh, the resident nutball, says that her whole family got the, the vaccination, the whole family got COVID, and the vaccine's not working in that respect as far as transmiss transmissibility is concerned. You can, her words were, it's failing, and that's what the news used, but the entire sentence was, it's failing because you can still catch it. And she got suspended for that. Tom Berenson, who's a big anti-vax guy, got his account deleted for that so there were many many people that disagreed with that that were warned got strikes and whatever and this and that so what joan was saying here is true but context matters i think and the reason why i'm saying context matters is because if you don't like the person who's saying it you're you're less inclined to believe it's true right like 
all, most of my friends are left. Okay, I lean and I lean. I myself lean more left than right. I like my guns and my gay people. So if you lean left, and if you you're like, oh, who got their account removed? And I say Marjorie Taylor Greene. They're like, oh, so what? That's just one person. But the if the argument is that what he's saying is a lie, that nobody got their account suspended or removed. Um, that's not a lie. That's the truth. It's just happened to people that you don't um, follow, or more exclusively, you don't like. And anyone who knows me knows that my caring or disgust for people does not affect my critical thinking skills. I don't have a set of rules for people I like and for people I don't. So, so um, if I'm doing bad so far, just click off. Go, 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 go somewhere else because it's gonna get worse. <laughs> it gets worse. So. That's the first part that, that um, I wanted to address. That was absolutely true, but context matters. That's to the why. All right, let's go to the second part. All ago are now accepted as fact. Like for instance, eight months ago, if you said, if you get vaccinated, you can still catch COVID right. and you can still spread COVID. You would be removed from social media. They would, they would ban you from certain platforms. Yeah, and that was in July. And then a month later, August 6th, Walensky said that the vaccine helps prevent disease from severe, um, from infection, where people use gymnastics saying um, it protects you from severe infection. So when people, when you hear severe infection, people think, oh, that means it prevents from some transmissibility, but that's, that's verbal, verbal gymnastics. Severity from infection means you're going to get infected, but it's not going to be so bad. That's, and that's what we've all come to us to a stand, understand now as of January, as of February. Um, but back then it wasn't true. And you get, um, until she said it was Walensky, and even after August 6th, people didn't believe it. And then they had in November, people finally came around and said, okay, all right, this is why we're taking the vaccine. And this is why the vaccine is going to help us. And this is why the vaccine is going to protect the vulnerable, because that's what it's all about. We, we, we have to care about our fellow man and we have to protect, we have to protect everybody. Right? So that's the first part. Now that's accepted as fact. If you said, I don't think cloth masks work, you would be banned from social media. Now he's right. And if you don't believe me, just ask Rand Paul. Rand Paul got his Twitter account suspended multiple times by calling mask theater. In fact, he's done it at Senate hearings multiple times with Dr. Fauci. Like, if you read the, the transcript on those Senate hearings, it reads like a novel, but there is nothing in the world like video watching those two go at it. It is, it is like, I, I swear they're in the back making out. I mean, there's no way those two could talk to each other the way they do without being, without having some kind of friendly relationship. I'm sure it's like wrestling. I'm sure they're making deals in the back, dude. All right. That's openly and repeatedly stated on CNN. If you said, I think it's possible that COVID-19 came from a lab, you'd be banned from many social media platforms. Now that's on the cover of Newsweek. He's right. Um, in fact, uh, again, if you watch the Senate hearings, they, they, they explored that. And a lot of people had to testify under oath that it did in fact come from a lab. And, um, and for people to want to know more about it, um, I don't know the date of the Newsweek article, but Newsweek, it, Newsweek could be kind of sketchy, but Newsweek never puts out an article that they know to be false and run it anyway. I've never seen them do that. I've seen them run fake news and try to repair it at the end. And I've seen them run fake news and not repair it at the end. But I don't believe that they, they're going to do something that they know ahead of time is false. That's not how Newsweek works. They've been in, they've been in publication for 50 years, too. So, um, all right. So 
That's the first part. All of those theories that at one point in time were banned were openly discussed by those two men that I had on my podcast. Which is Dr. Jeff Malone and which was Dr. Peter McCulloch. Je uh, Peter McCulloch is, the mo is a cardiologist and he's the most published physician in the history of publications. Um, his, 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 I guess, peer-reviewed stuff has been, is, an, is almost endless. You can spend the rest of your life and die and not read all of it. Malone, of course, one of the innovators, not the inventor of ivermect ivermectin. That's fake news. He didn't invent. Um, he sorry, he didn't invent um, the mRNA. He's one of the innovators of it because it was around before him. But again, two respected members in their community who are now uh, referred to as fringe. Um, I'm not here to talk about them. I don't know about them. I don't care about them. And frankly. The public, you guys don't care about them either, because right now we're not talking about Malone. Right now we're not talking about um, McCulloch. Right now, this all of this seems like a, a, a coup on on one of the most influential podcasters in the United States of America, right? Think about that. Right now, instead of going after them, instead, instead of both of these guys still have practicing licenses, both of these guys still practice, and both of these guys are still out there treating people, and everybody's like, no, wait, forget, we got a bigger prize. You know, these guys are hurting people, that guy's hurting people, this person's hurting people, but the one who's hurting more people more than anyone in this world is Joe Rogan, right? Uh, anyway, um, let's go to... Another point. I have one perspective. That's one of the reasons why I had Sanjay Gupta on, Dr. Sanjay Gupta, who I respect very much, and I really enjoyed our conversation together. He has a different opinion than those men do. I had Dr. Dr. Michael Osterholm on at the very beginning of the pandemic. Um, he is on President Biden's COVID-19 advisory board. I had uh, Dr. Peter Hotez on who is uh, a vaccine expert. I'm interested in finding out what is correct and find, I'm also finding out how people come to these conclusions and what the facts are. And I know what you guys are thinking right now. Oh, because he had a bunch of doctors that everybody likes, it's okay. Yes, it's so yes, it's okay, of course. He's pretty much 20 to two on doctors people like and doctors that are that are controversial so we i we know i mean for the people that listen to his podcast we know what's going on here this is this is a straw man fallacy and this is a witch hunt and if they really wanted to go after people responsible for hurting people it wouldn't be him you i mean I'm, I, I will not, I'm trying to stay the course because I can use CNN, I can use Fox News, I can use MSNBC as a red herring uh, to deflect the argument. But then again, right, that's like a mainstream to something we call the non sequitur, where I make a point that's valid, but not logically connected to what we're talking about now. And I don't have to do that with him. The guy, the guy has been straight up and down. So we're just going to keep, we're going to stay on course with that. Otherwise, we'll be here all day. Um, all right. So when people talk about false balance and defining it for my audience, false balance is when you give equal um, floor time to, to someone who, someone that doesn't deserve it. Like if a hundred people think one thing and one people think the other, they think that one person doesn't deserve it because he's already proven to be wrong. So I don't think false balance applies here because you're, you're establishing as a given that McCulloch and Malone are wrong about every single thing. All right. And they're not. They're right. It turns out um, the the vaccine uh, study on boys for 12 to 17 year old for myocarditis was underreported as as 
um, reported by the um, the journalists, the journalists and the medical professionals in Israel, who were using ICD-9 codes and ICD-10 codes. So he was right that the vaccine does no longer transmits, um, no longer prevents transmission. He was, they were right when they said, and in, in returns in terms of Omicron, that the same cocktail for a mutating virus might not be appropriate or sustainable, which now is confirmed by the World Health Organization. Uh, Google search WHO, World Health Organization, January 11th, uh, their preliminary findings, only in terms of Omicron, because I'm, again, I'm not trying to skate off. So, so it's not false balance if the one, the person's right, uh, right is not completely wrong. And two, it's not false balance when, be, uh, because you think he's alone. He's not alone. Look up the Great Barrington Declaration. The Great Barrington Declaration was over 100,000 uh, medical professionals, um, politicians, journalists, uh, on the medical field, thousands of thousands. I'm not talking about the 270 people that were protesting Rogan because of those 270 doctors and scientists. Um, only 70 of them were actually MDs. One guy was a vet, a veterinarian. He was an animal doctor. One guy was a dentist. Uh, the one guy was a podcast. So, um, which is uh, again, I feel like I'm skating to media laws. I'm, I'm, I don't want to go there because, well, I will for a minute. Like if the media tells you that 270 scientists are doing it, you in your mind aren't thinking veterinarians. You in your mind are not thinking. Uh, um, dentist you're thinking scientists particularly people in that wheelhouse but if they don't tell you that they are um i guess lying they're lying to you they're they're making you they're painting an image that makes you think something else and at the same time the the verbal gymnastics they're able to cover their ass and not get sued um so that's what's going on with that but it's not false balance because of the great barrington declaration which was created by a professor from harvard a professor from stanford and a professor from oxford university who started it and got signatures basically it was saying look we we are vaccine supporters we think the vaccine is going to work but we need an alternative form of treatment in case it doesn't so that was march 2020 and i was just bringing you guys up to speed on that so but moving on with Joe, since we want to make this all about Joe, let's talk about Neil Young. Okay, three right there. But uh, Neil Young has removed his music from the, the platform of Spotify and uh, Joni Mitchell and uh, apparently some other people want to as well. Um, I'm very sorry that they feel that way. I, 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 I most certainly don't want that. Uh, Neil Young... As much as we love his music, uh, I mean, I could say the same thing about Michael Jackson, right? I could say the same thing about R. Kelly. You, you, you try to separate the musician and loving music, and then, and then you automatically assume that these people are honorable and they're right, and that's not always the case. Neil Young, if you do some, really, some real research on him, he left Spotify, but he kept, his, he kept his $150 million with Blackstone. And if you don't know who or what Blackstone is, look that up. And, and that will, for those of you that want to delve into that, Blackstone and his association with them and the money he took from them that has done some of the most evil outlandish shit just the last decade alone, um, shows you where Neil Young's moral compass is. So people in glass houses, you know what I mean? Um, all right, moving on. Now, Joe basically made a deal with Spotify and... I want to highlight that, which I think is an excellent proposal. 
that Spotify wants to do that I agree with is that at the beginning of these controversial podcasts, like specifically ones about COVID, is to put a disclaimer and say that you should speak with your physician and that these people and the opinions that they express are contrary to the opinions of uh, the consensus of experts, which I think is very important. Sounds good to me. Slap a label on it saying, hey, please see your doctor before you, you listen to the to a, a comedian <laughs> and a mixed martial arts commentator and the former uh, host of Fear Factor. Slap a label on it saying, advisory, this guy is not a doctor. He's asking questions. It's unrehearsed. It's unfiltered. And if you listen to him, you get exactly what you deserve the same way you eat. All right. You, you know, vegetables have are, are certain vegetables are toxic. You're going to eat them anyway. Right? You know, a white flour, uh, a bread that's particular, it's untoasted, is bad for you. It's going to make you fat. You're going to eat it anyway. Are you going to are you going to sue Wonder Bread? Are you going to are you going to say Wonder Bread is a menace to society? No, you 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 listen to somebody, find out for yourself and then and then handle it. That's that's how it should be but he's not going to take the misinformation tag because of what i said previously a lot of these things that were considered misinformation are now true and and there's no denying you like him or not you got to co-sign with that that that's just true that's th these this is my level of self-honesty based on histor historical facts facts actual facts meaning things that actual happen actually happened right joe's a liar that's a fact that's not a fact that's your fucking opinion Fact, things that already happened that are detailed with eyewitness account or, or documentary or data or literature or, or actual real-time video. Fact. It's not his story. It's real history. So here's his other proposal. Could do better is uh, have more experts with differing opinions right after I have the controversial ones. Uh, I would most certainly be open to doing that. And uh, I would like to talk to some people that have uh, differing opinions on those podcasts in the future. We'll see. Uh he has. He had Dr. Sunjay Gupta. Democrats, that's your boy, man. That's CNN. That's the rock star from CNN. He had him on for three hours and 12 minutes. Not, not a five-minute excerpt. Uh, uh, get going after him saying, why did your why did your network lie about me taking horse pills? All right. Everybody's like, oh, he came on the podcast just to tell him that. Are you trying to tell me anyone that tries to tell me that he put Sanjay Gupta on his podcast for three hours and change to just talk about why CNN lied, did not listen to the podcast, which at this point doesn't surprise me. A lot of you guys haven't listened to a lot of them and some of you I'd be surprised if you listened to to to, to any of them. You just you're just out here following like sheep, Democrats and Republicans, all right? Look, this this whole canceling thing Republicans, this is your fucking fault. This is your fault. You have been labeled the stupid party from 2012 to 12. You elected Donald Trump. There you you guys purported a lie about the, the election being stolen. And now, because of that level of stupidity and willful ignorance, now the Democrats who, who pretty much run big tech, right? Um, they're like, okay, you want to play big bank, take little bank? This is what we're going to do. We're going to censor everything we don't like, which started a, a little while ago. But there had to be these inciting incidents to say, hey, that person's not allowed to talk anymore. That person's not allowed to talk anymore. People are going to get hurt. And now 
Anything someone says that's not with the mainstream, they they label it as harm. And and right now, big tech, I, I, I try to blame the left, but big, honestly, big tech and all these people are run by oligarchs who who are Democrat and Republican. They're, they're just making a, a shitload of money off us fighting each other, us working people fighting each other. But Republicans, your fucking sheets ain't clean either. So chill. He's open to new ideas. Let's go to the towards the end he tells a story about neil young but we're not here i don't want to hear the story about neil young he, he did security at one of his concerts and he loves his music and he said no hard feelings so move on uh, i don't know what else i can do uh differently other than maybe try harder to get people with uh differing opinions on right afterwards i do think that that's important and uh and do my best to make sure that i've researched these topics the the controversial ones in particular and yeah that's a good proposal too man when he started this podcast it was just comedians you how do you prepare yourself to talk to jamie fox how do you prepare yourself to talk about robert downey jr you don't you don't come with a fact uh, a fact check sheet uh, but then when you start exploring politics when you have bernie sanders on when you have um gary johnson tulsi gabbard you know or god knows who else right now all of a sudden you have to have a fact sheet because it's politics right uh, then when you have medical professionals all of a sudden you have to have a fact sheet because they're medical professionals so he's 1600 episodes in but what's happening to him is very 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 new I have all the pertinent facts at hand before i discuss them again i'm not trying to promote misinformation i'm not trying to be controversial I've, I've never tried to do anything with this podcast other than just talk to people and have interesting conversations I and i believe him why do i believe him one because he said so and two based on the hundreds of episodes i listen to the man is consistent so I mean, I, I know people would like to take me at my good word, um, oh, wink, wink. But if you don't believe me, just pick any five random, pick one episode a year for five different years. And the man speaks from the heart. The man speaks from a heightened level of self-honesty. And the man speaks to truth from what he knows um, as close to fact as fact is going to be. And if he's wrong, he self-corrects or someone corrects him. Look. The other episode, a journalist corrected him on on the um, on the pericarditis and myocarditis study. He corrected him on that, and Joe was like, "Thanks." And that guy goes on Twitter and says, "See, Joe can take it and dish it. He's he he, you know, he's 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 a trooper. He was wrong, and I corrected him." Um, Dr. Vinay Prasad, who's an amazing virologist, San Francisco guy, did a thirty-eight hundred word paper for those of you guys that like to read instead of watch videos. Do you read, Jason? Yeah, fuck you, I do, but. He wrote a paper criticizing Joe Rogan's episode with Malone and why he was right, uh, wrong, and and some of the instances he was right. And Joe tweeted it. Joe tweeted it out. It's not like he's hiding. Uh, he, I mean, for a while he was hiding, not hiding because he doesn't listen to what people say about him. But this boils over where he had to do this video. And plan it. I can't believe it's as successful as it is. It was never really an idea that I had. I, I the. The podcast started off as just fucking around with my friends and having fun and talking. And then all true when it became popular, other people wanted to come on. And I was like, oh, it'd be cool to talk to that person. Oh, he's interesting. Oh, she's got a cool book out. And then boom, it's become what it is today, which is. Yeah. Eddie Bravo is a friend. 
uh, Jamie Foxx, comedian like Joe, is a friend. Kevin Hart, uh, Dave Chappelle, um, Hannibal Burris, Sam Harris, um, Elon Musk. All of these, some of these people were guests and some of these people are friends. And that whole list of people, Robbie Downey Jr., left, right, white, black, gay, straight, trans, Mars. Guy, the guy from Mars. Who's the guy from Mars? Um, Alex Jones. That's the guy from Mars. Some out of control juggernaut that I barely have control of. So my pledge to you is that I will do my best to try to balance out these more controversial viewpoints with other people's perspectives so we can maybe find a better point of view. I don't want to just show the the contrary opinion to what the narrative is. I want to show, and that's why he has eleven million so views. So we can all figure out what's going on, and, and not just about COVID, about everything, about health, about fitness, wellness, the, the state of the world itself. Um, it Isn't that refreshing that a guy wants to talk about? wellness about people be being better versions of themselves about um just us taking care of each other the um there's so many lies about this guy that i mean whoopi goldberg who we're going to get into called him a conservative podcaster uh, um call, and he's not conservative uh fact fact historical fact he's never voted republican in his life so there's an opinion based on misinformation and there's facts he's never voted republican in his life how about that um fringe nope 11 million views no one even comes close right um um racist that's that's a joke um homophobic no now you're you're gonna meet very few comedians these days that are homophobic um transphobic no um anti-feminist no actually the the, the feminist feminist by de definition is somebody who advocates and cares about equal rights for women so I'm a feminist. Let's close the book on Joe Rogan right now because uh, I think um, uh, I don't want to exhaust the hell out of you guys and I still got one more thing I want to talk about. Let's talk about Whoopi Goldberg. So Whoopi Goldberg got herself in hot water, right? And I'm going to actually just put it up. Um, this is what she said in regards to the Holocaust. I'm not going to put up a video. I don't want to get flagged by the view. Um, there's, there's nothing in the world that makes me angrier than getting a video flagged by people who... Um, do worse harm than I can ever do. <laughs> I think Tim Dillon said it right. There are so many brilliant women in, in the United States of America and none of them are on The View. But here we go about Whoopi Goldberg. She said basically about the Holocaust. And it started from a book that was uh, being banned in Tennessee about teaching about the Holocaust. She said it's not about race. It's about man's inhumanity to man. And someone's, you can post, someone post and please help me with that. Um, when co-host Anna Navarro said the genocide is, was about white supremacy and going after Jews and gypsies, Goldberg's response is, it's two white groups of people. And she said, the minute you turn into the race, it goes down this alley. So let's talk about it for a while. It's how people treat each other. And it's a problem. It doesn't matter if you're black or white, because black, white, Jews, everybody. And I, don't, I have no idea what the hell she's talking about. And then she tried to repair it on Colbert. And then on this tweet, on today's show, I said the Holocaust is not about race. It's about humanity's inhumanity to man. What are, Jesus Christ. I should have said it about both. The Holocaust was about not, Nazi's systematic annihilation of Jewish people, who they deemed to be an inferior race. I stand corrected. 
she doesn't apologize and i'm glad she didn't because she doesn't want to do a fake apology and some people are like you know man you're better off just doing a fake apology you could have saved yourself a whole bunch of time but so right now she's suspended by the view for two weeks she got sent to the principal's office and she's going to come back and and i'm not going to be one of those people that are like oh i'm uh, uh good for her you know like somebody thought, there's a lot of my friends on the right that are like "Ooh, you live in glass houses you want to cancel everybody and now you got canceled karma's a bitch karen which by the way is her real name whoopi goldberg's real name is karen johnson um she got whoopi because she's going to call herself whoopi cushion and her mom was like use goldberg because a jewish last name goes a long way in hollywood so so and that's also a true story but I'd love to be one of those people to be like, good for you. And as a Joe Rogan fan, I, I there's part of me that's like, who oh, fucking raw. But then the next moment, my heart sank. I'm sad. I'm sad because this woman said something that came from a place that she only she identifies with. She's old school, guys. Uh, um, and is she wrong? I, I I think she's wrong. I think I think a lot of it was about race because. If you make it about race, then it's about race. It's it's about race if you make it about race. And there were two the two most important people that made this about race were the Nazis and the Jewish people. The Jewish people, Judaism is a very unique thing where you ask someone someone's ethnicity and someone's religion. It's very very rare you're gonna you're gonna have someone say both and and you. And it's crazy because it's such a, a topic that there's people are so dismissive and defensive about it. Like I was in college one time and I asked, what's the difference? Can you can it be a race and this and that? And people got so offended. I grew up Jewish. OK, you're born Jewish. OK, you don't get to choose to be Jewish. You're born Jewish. All right. And I ignore them because those are the same people that say you could choose to be black, which is. Uh, but anyway, um, so I wasn't happy about what happened to Goldberg. I was sad and. I'm not one of those guys who's, who's, who's going to say they were never a fan of hers. I've been a fan of hers for a long time. Jumping Jack Flash. Fatal Beauty. Uh, one best supporting at Ghost, right? Have a nice life. Have a nice death. Goodbye. That's Whoopi. That's the Whoopi we remember, okay? And, and, and I don't think she fell off the cliff like Giuliani did, who, who we loved very much in the, in the 90s as well. But I will only say this. I've been a fan of Whoopi. I've not been a fan of her views on a show called The View, and I don't think she should be punished for this. I think they should have addressed this and talked about this the, the very next episode, because as a, as a woman who identifies with being black, needs to understand. People listen. There's two kinds of people that say they don't understand, all right? One person says, I don't understand. I don't want to understand. You know, go away. But then there's a the kind of person that says, I don't understand. But I want to understand. I, I, there's a part of her that wants to understand. But after what happened to her and the, and the way she was on Goldberg, uh, uh, Colbert's show, Colbert, she's like, look, I'll take them at their word and I won't talk about it again. Is that the answer? No. We need to talk about it. You know why? Because somewhere out there in a school, there is going to be a black kid who raises his hand and says, teacher, I have a question. How did the German know who the Jewish people are if they're both white? Now, to some of you guys, that's a stupid question. Obvious is obvious. Oh, they, they go to, to mass. Oh, they wear the Star of David. Come on. As a black person who grows up only identifying race as pigmentation, which is not always right. 
Look at me. My mother's black. My father's white. Okay? So for that black kid raising his hand in school who has an honest question, who's not looking to get canceled, who's not looking to get gaslighted, who's not looking to get uh, whatever, um, for anyone to say that's not a conversation is being disingenuous. It's being disingenuous. And, you know, I was I was all on the right a few minutes ago, but I got to tell you, I you're not going to find too many friends on the right who are going to who are like good for her, because there are people on the right who are. I mean, it's weird because in the 60s, the, the left was about free speech, right, and freedom of the press. And now now it seems like it's more the right than the left. But you're not going to find too many people. I'll just say left or right that call this a win. You're not going to find too many people that call this a victory. This is not a victory. This What happened with Goldberg is a loss. What's happened in the Joe Rogan? I mean, he, he said his piece, and now he's going back to his man cave, and he's only going to read what he wants to read. And if Spotify lets him go, they got to pay him the rest of his $100 million contract. And then he will not go to a Republican website and, and, and do his podcast. He will do it on his own website where Democrats, Republicans, gay people, transgender and the people from Mars, 11 million strong, 11, uh, at least 11 million, because not all 11 million follow every episode. Uh, this one, I'm not listening to hunting. Oh, Jamie Foxx, boom. So really, it's more like 25 million. Okay, so um, yeah, do that. 11 million views an episode, which really means like 25,000 people following him. That's that decides elections, people. <laughs> so I'm, I don't think what happened to Goldberg was fair. I do think she needed to be corrected. I do think what she said was demonstrably false because she couldn't see race. Um, and if she couldn't see race, it doesn't, it means she's a little bit bigoted, but it also means she just, she might not understand. And people think, who think she should understand because she's old enough to, you'd be surprised, right? I mean, we got people running for office who, who are, are, are way old and, 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 they, and, they, and they miss it. And they just miss these things. So, um, and that's all I want to say about that. Uh, Matt Chope, uh, I love you so much for uh, inspiring me to talk about this and get this off my chest. Um, because you were brave enough to post and we have this long conversation about what, whether Joe was lying about something and not lying about something. Whether you agree with me or whether you're kind of still on the other side, regardless of the evidence we both produced to each other, that's okay. That's okay because what you did was you inspired me to do this. And because I'm doing this, now people are going to have empathy. Now some people are going to have compassion. Now people are going to call me and text me and message me about um, just understanding people, compassion, empathy, taking care of each other. We, 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 we're, we're two years in a pandemic, people. We're just trying to, good, we're just trying, guys, we're just trying to get out in one piece. We're just trying to get out in one piece. We're just, we, we want an endemic to this pandemic. That includes the people who don't believe in vaccinations. That's the people, uh, that includes the people who not, who are kind of leery on the COVID vax. There's, that includes the people who had two vaxes, but not the third one. That includes people who had all three vaxes. That includes people who had no vaxes. All right. So um, we're just trying to get out of this in one piece and we won't, when this ends, we still have to deal with each other and we keep, we as a nation, cannot be in this perpetual state of civil war. And the only winners are, are the select few people who found a way to make money off this. Pfizer. Pfizer made $36 billion last year. $36 billion. 
30, 33 billion a year before. I mean, you, do you think they're going to argue about having uh, uh, um, vaccine, uh, vaccining us into perpetuity? Sure. Maybe, and maybe vaccines are a new way of life. But whether we fight each other, whether we stick together, I mean, you don't think they're winning right now? You don't think they're winning? And do you, do you think them winning and losing? Uh, um, don't you think us going after Whoopi? Going after Joe Rogan and that during this in this climate is a win for them because we're not talking about them. Don't you don't you you do get that right? <sighs> Fuck! Now I can take a nap. I'm exhausted. Corey Mays, thank you for not podcasting with me today because this allows me to get this off my chest. And you and me, and my brother, we're gonna do this another time. Lam Shin Lan, uh, I got some friends out here from San Diego who, who know you, who are mutual friends, and I'll give you the names. I'll text you the names later. And they all said happy birthday from a few days ago, okay? All of my volleyball peeps, I love you to death. All of my West Coast people, I still hate your guts in like this affectionate way because you know I'm Hater J out here, and that's how that works. All of my East Coast people, y'all need to come on the podcast because if I could get Holly McPeak on the podcast but can't get Corey Mays and something, something, something's... There's a there's a mixed a mixed single here a, a mixed signal here so mad love to all of y'all mad love to um um the hill which is the news outlet that I watch on YouTube the hill is pretty balanced uh, where kind of anybody can get it and I really like them and um, breaking point which is a uh, crystal ball and Sager one Democrat one one Republican so if you're looking for for some kind of balanced news besides BBC which I think is very respectable and Matt Chope we both agree the Associated Press is just all they're all about just that news um, so if you're looking for something to read the Associated Press and BBC is pretty cool even though they came after a uh, Rogan in, in, a, in a way where they misquoted him but these days, it seems like everyone's getting that wrong who are not listening. But yeah, so for reading, Associated Press, BBC. For videos on YouTube that, that have pretty good news that are alternative to CNN, Fox, and MSNBC, it's called The Hill, Rising, rising The Hill, um, then Rising, like a, a partnership, and Breaking Points. For now... I think that's all I got, man. Thank you for listening to me. And this is weird, not doing a podcast, talking to myself, talking to y'all. But, but Jason DeBias, I love you guys. Peace. <laughs>